Boozed and Confused is a comedy and weird topic podcast. Adult language may be used probably by me. While our episode topics may be educational in nature, we are not responsible if your children start dropping the F-bomb to their kindergarten class. Listener discretion is advised. Haddly doodly, neighborinos. I don't like it. Cancel. Oh. Do it again. All right. Hello, everyone. <laughs> That's not how it works. Uh, I'm Carol Ann. This is Matt. And welcome to another episode of Boost and Confused. Boost and Confused. And we're on time. We're actually recording on Sunday. Who'd have thought? It'll come out Monday. So maybe when you're listening to this, it's already Monday or Look at, at some us. point in the week. Look at us. Look, who'd have thought? Who, who are we? Not me. Not me. I'd... Who do you think you are? I am. You are. Um, yeah, you don't have a me episode today. Uh, Matt put together a great episode for some shit that I don't really understand. So I'm just here along for the ride, listening for the first time like y'all. Long story short, no one does, or at least nobody that I found on the internet that I searched does. We all just make it up as we go. Great. Great. Well, okay. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Just a few things. Uh, the first one, we're on all your favorite social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. I did actually check YouTube recently. I didn't know that YouTube um, will like, maybe it's a setting that I have to change, but um, they'll put some comments in like uh, the naughty list unless you approve it. <laughs> so <laughs> Who's on the naughty list? Um, anyone that posts a comment that's like even um, slightly... Uh, it's the word I'm looking for. Inappropriate? Negative. Controversial? Yeah. Ooh, you're going to have to show me some of these. I need negativity. <laughs> I need some. Uh, things have been going way too well for me. Yeah, so I'm going to good swift kick in the ass. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I just like approve stuff recently. And uh, if social media is not really your thing, uh, you can reach us at boostandconfusedpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, would love to hear from you. I always appreciate the emails. And uh, what else? What else? Uh, if you like the pod and you want to support us, the best way that you can do that is by leaving us a review and or subscribing and following wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I know Spotify. I don't think we have an actual rating on Spotify yet, but I've seen it start to pop up a little bit. So I, I think I gave us a rating. Of one star. No, no, no. Was no. It might have been. It Two was probably, stars. It was probably like a four star, giving it like a realistic yeah. rating. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else? If you uh do leave us a review, take a screenshot, send it to us, and uh, you know, sticker we'll thing. Send you some we'll boosting you confused sticker. stickers. I'll throw in some Pokemon cards. Ooh. I've, I'm he actually will. <laughs> I'm currently, uh, if, if you look behind me right here with the camera, yeah. I've got about every single card of my collection circa, actually not counting the stuff that was like pre-high school, which is Yeah, the OG book. stuff. Yeah. That stuff's actually valuable. This yeah. stuff here, Nothing. sure, no yeah, value, no. just sentimental and Kindling. pure addiction. Um, I'm trying to organize every single card by type. And it's going great. I have like three stacks left. Mm -hmm. And then we went to a gaming shop, a local shop near us. Mm -hmm. We'll go back, definitely. Yeah. 
um, and I bought those really cool um, cardboard uh, card holding sleeves that holds like 800 cards. I bought four. If I fill more than one, if, if I fill two, I think you were really like I'm slowing down overly optimistic when you I, bought that many boxes, to I be just, honest. Yes. But you know what? It's planning for the future. I just want that Zard. Give me a Charizard and, and, and the game's over. I'm done. Yeah. I don't think I so. I swear. I don't think so. That's <laughs> y'all got any more of those, y'all got any more of those Pokemon cards base set. Uh, Right. Well, uh, we will actually send you Boost and Confuse stickers in the mail. Um, and maybe Matt will actually send some Pokemon cards. I can guarantee it. Yeah. I, I mean, a, that would that would be nice. Stack, it is a fat near stack. The, um, Goose Island over yeah. there. That is all shinies. Ooh. That's a, that's wow, a aren't fat we doing stack. well? That's a fat yeah. stack of shinies right yeah. there. I will send one randomly selected shiny. And it could be yours. And it can go in your wallet. And it can protect you. <laughs> Okay, great. Um, and what's the last one? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? Oh, you beat me to it. Well, we went to Costco earlier, and this is a Pepsi from Costco. We got the hot dogs. Did you put anything in it? Um, I put a splash of Maker's Mark in it. Ooh. Um, that's merely to do with the rabbit hole I went down outside of the research for the topic of the day. Yeah, that's which... usually what happens for Matt's pod episodes is it starts with like what goes into a Costco hot dog? And then it ends up with like how many people have been probed by aliens. Um, it's it's kind of yeah. how my brain works. Yeah, I exactly. Don't, I don't know why. What are you drinking? <laughs> I am drinking a Cryo Hero Hazy IPA by Revolution Brewing. And I know we've said it a million times before, but I cannot wait to be at C2E2 in August drinking some Revolution right at like 10 a.m. when the doors open. And... Uh, yeah, just get my nerd on. Pretty sure they don't serve beer that early. 11 a.m., I, I think it was. remember we, we went there. The first thing we did was like, we need a beer. And they're like, calm down, you two. Yeah, there were like no lines. We were like, this is amazing. Let's get four. <laughs> and it uh, just turns out uh, you can't drink that early. So at least not there. You can't. So I think without further ado, let's uh, let's get on with it. Let's get on with the show. Okay. Uh, oh, this is the part where I start talking. Yeah. Oh. Th- why the fuck are you looking at me? I'm not doing any talking except for reacting. Hold on. This, I'm so. going to give you the little head nod. Yeah. No, Matt likes to pretend to do this thing where he's pretending like he's uh, introing or leading something in when in reality, I control every ounce of this podcast. So it's just the way you like it. Uh, so we were we were driving home from, I think, Target the other day um and i mean i don't know if this is the expectation but we were listening to one of our favorite pods a small indie pod (laughs) you probably never heard of it yeah go give our friends a listen it's uh stuff they don't want you to know part of iheart radio media whatever the fuck it's called a production of iheart radio (laughs) um i feel like the expectation from me is to not listen to it if we're not together yeah, I also have that expectation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I feel... Okay, then it's good that I, I've i not listened to anything. We have like a million episodes to catch up I'm on. I'm aware, yeah. Um, I've been really mainly into the listener mail episodes. Like the pod listeners send in stuff. Yeah, and they'll play like voicemails and... 
what voicemails emails and then they would just kind of like hot take on it and those are my favorite episodes actually how cool would it be if uh if uh the crew heard this and then we were like guests on their pod we would have absolutely nothing of value <laughs> have to add. Nothing to add. Nothing to add. If they even uh, knew our names and didn't call me Caroline, that would be amazing. It's okay. I'm pretty sure in our last take, I I called Noel Joel on accident. Yeah, I said, "Who the fuck is Joel?" And then I took that part <laughs> out, so you guys didn't it. hear it. But uh, but yeah, Ben, Matt, and Noel. Um, I just love their voices, and they have like great chemistry. If we could only. You know, just be more like them. I think we're doing a great job, though. You know, I think we do try. We do a great job. We, we have some try. great chemistry. I think it's because we're married. Yeah, that probably has something. That might to do have with a that. little bit to do with it. I I mean, would we say just so. started doing this, but I feel like I've known you for like eight or nine years. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, we only really play that pod when we drive together. Um, and yeah, so one listener sent in a message talking about the um like bizarre humming or like trumpet noise that just kind of like perforates the atmosphere it's like legit um just like but it's like everywhere yeah like circa late 2000s early 2010s i was like early college um i was all over this uh it freaked me out pretty good too that is very on brand for you that is i will that say is, so yeah very myself. very <laughs> very on brand for me um if you've ever seen the tom cruise war of the worlds movie actually yes 2005 um this noise that i'm talking about it sounds a lot like that um maybe if you're listening pause the episode and search for something like War of the Worlds tripod noise or just search up like legit just sky trumpets or world hum and watch a few videos and you'll get a feel for what we're talking about today. Uh, do we do we have any clips? Well, you wrote the fucking episode, <laughs> so you tell me if we have any clips. Um, I wrote have clips of the sky trumpet, so I'm, I'm just going to like... <laughs> I don't know how they do it on the legit pods, but I'm just going to hold I'm telling up. you, they see, this is how you know, uh, no, like, I don't know, podcast network, whatever, pick us up, uh, because we're not going to, like, save the audio and then put it into the pod via, like, MP3. Look, it's just, look, Matt's going to put his phone up to the mic, and if it works, it works. Our producer is asleep right now. Yeah, she's really fucking lazy. <laughs> um, so here's, here's a clip. I hope it picks up. All right, three... Two, one, here we go. What do you think I'm taping? This? What the heck? I don't think that's coming from the warehouse. Okay, hopefully you guys can hear that. If not, <laughs> the link for it is going to be in the show notes. But is that from the movie or is that what no, is that? No, that is... Um, it's a video titled something like like Sky Trumpets 2017 Apocalyptic Sounds from Above. <laughs> it's like uh, apocalyptic ASMR. I'd start that channel. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, yeah. Uh, that is the sound. Um, it's not the only sound that I've heard that's kind of had this label of like Sky Trumpets. Uh, but if you've ever seen 
War of the Worlds. Uh, it sounds a lot like that. Uh, so yeah, I saw that movie like 2005. That would have been prime high school me, like sophomore or junior year. Um, I specifically remember the tripod noise being one of the scariest parts of the movies for me. Yeah, I feel like I didn't see this movie until maybe recently because I don't watch movies, according to you. No, you watch scary movies or well, foreign yes. films. Yeah. No, we're not going to fucking go through. We're not going to go through that joke. Il Padrino. No. Um, yeah, no, I didn't see it until recently. But also when you said maybe sophomore year of high school, 2005, gives me a good reminder of uh, how old I am. How old <laughs> you are and how old I am not. Just nope, kidding. I'm still, almost 30. Still young. Uh, so it wasn't long after seeing the movie that I started coming across these weird YouTube videos of someone pointing their camera or like their phone out the window and this crazy loud noise or pitch or hum was just there uh almost like the earth itself was like groaning or like i don't know like tectonic plates or like reverberating or something what if it's actually mother earth going like what the fuck are you guys doing it's hot as shit Oh, don't put those pipes there. No. Oh, God. I don't know. It makes, it makes you feel tiny. It makes you feel tiny. Like hearing a noise that is so entirely uh, encompassing, like chest shaking. I can't, I can't claim to have ever heard this noise myself, like in the flesh, like in person. But I did come across this. Um, it's called the World Hum map where we can see reports placed all over the world um, they have been up to the moment of me writing this episode 6,552 unique reports of hearing this noise the site asks a ton of questions too it asks you what age you are um, if one of your two ears heard the noise louder um, it asked where the sound is loudest, um, <laughs> loudest, loudest, loudest. Um, it asked for an estimation of the frequency of noise, which I mean, I would have no idea. I, yeah. How do you guess that? It's about 70 Hertz. Yeah. I, <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, it also asks about if you have any health conditions, what the weather is, uh, and so forth. I think it even asks like your height and weight. Oh, that that is kind of interesting. There's a million questions. That link is in the show notes. I'm going to check that out. One thing, though, uh, pretty much at least how it appears, anyone can submit a claim and it seems like it would be accepted to the map. So it's pretty much just like a user submits and it's automatically added to the map and mm -hmm. there's like no follow up for authenticity or anything. I didn't try because I didn't have any uh, examples of it, but I mean... Like you'd expect, there's very heavy submission in large cities. Yeah, I could all see around that. the world. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. um, heavily in like Europe, North America, um, Central America, um, Asia. I wonder if there's a difference in reports from people who live in urban areas versus rural areas. I feel like rural 
you'd probably have a much better chance of hearing something like this. I saw like one dot in Nebraska. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's, Nebraska. That's it. I saw just one dot in Nebraska. I mean, but like we live in a very modern world. Um, I'm not sure if we've ever even really had true silence outdoors. So you were talking about this earlier and I was trying to think of a time where I heard like absolute silence and even like I did a uh, like an overnight on the the river in like middle of nowhere Utah Um, but even that isn't complete silence there's so much noise from nature that I don't know I feel like the sound of absolute silence or the 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 lack of any noise would be enough to make you crazy yeah there's always a background noise whether it's like the wind uh like trees blowing in the wind bushes i mean cars even even in one of my most secluded moments like could still hear cars in the distance on the highway you know um like yeah i I feel like there's never really perfect silence um, in nature but these horns are entirely like you cannot miss them they are unmistakable also that just kind of creeps me out and kind of reminds me of um <clears throat> uh, if anyone's ever heard it chicago like like metro chicago has tornado sirens that are Terrifying. Horrifying. Terrifying. Horrifying. They don't sound like your normal tornado sirens, and I don't know why, but it's like Silent Hill. The way they radiate off the skyscrapers, I think, just hits different. I remember I was grabbing you from work one day. Yes. I was just <laughs> talking about this with one of my coworkers. I was playing Pokemon Go, walking to your place of work, because it was summer, and I don't work over the summer, as a teacher at least. And it was like, it was really crap weather. And I had to like lock down with y'all. Saying it was crap weather is an understatement. It was like, like severe thunderstorm warning that turned into like a tornado warning because there were for like proper downtown Chicago, um, because there were like rotating clouds and there are parts of like the city proper that have been hit by tornadoes granted it's like f zero (laughs) um which is still technically a tornado but when i was in college which was also a chicago school um there was a water spout over the lake yeah which was crazy destroyed some of those um spinning doors yeah yeah revolving revolving doors doors. it destroyed a few of those so i was like yo does does Earth make noise when it zooms through space? That was a legit question I had. This is how I know that college you and I would have never worked out. Why? Because you probably would lay in bed at like fucking two o'clock in the morning being like, does the Earth, what, like if the, if the Earth had a voice, what would it sound like? And now you go to bed and you're asleep within 35 seconds. Which Those I think thoughts. is because you have uh, sleep problems, but that's for another uh, podcast. Those <laughs> thoughts are Don't, still there. I'm going to hold that finger until your mom can see it. Matt just gave me the middle finger from across the table. The long answer to my question is, well, no, I'm sorry. The long answer short is the answer is yes. The long answer medium is kind of. 
the Earth kind of makes noise when okay. it flies through space. Zoom. That's exactly wow. There we go. Wow. We've got, <laughs> was we've that, got clips. Was How do we find that? <laughs> was that from NASA or was that from my mouth? Zoom. We'll leave it up to your imagination. <laughs> Um, I guess the answer is uh, it depends on where you're trying to listen and what tools you're using. Um, there are frequencies picked up and converted into something that we can actually hear. Um, there's a link in the description that has some really cool like pew pew noises pew, pew. of of us flying through space. So. Um, you know, there's the Earth, and then so from space there are particles that get charged. Uh, there is our magnetic field, uh, and then there are outside sources like the sun that interact with the other things and the particles, and they create frequencies. And so this video does a fantastic job describing this. So definitely, definitely check the show notes. So I have some names of, of these waves. I'm not gonna do them justice, nor am I gonna really try to make the noises, except for like one of the waves, because it's really cool. Uh, there's chorus waves, which are just, it's so cool. Just watch the video, pause, pause this and watch the video, watch the whole video, because it describes the situations for the waves, and it has a really good picture of the earth and how our atmosphere, how our magnetic field interact with the particles in space. Um, there are these things called Whistler mode plasma waves, which legit sound like Star Wars space battles. Choo, choo. <laughs> it's like pew, 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 nonstop. And there's like different, different levels of it. And it, it, there's other creepier noises like hiss waves. Oh, I don't like that. I yeah. do not like that. Um, I'm really happy that our ears don't naturally pick up on these waves. Do you think animals would? T yeah, not not the space waves, but like other th things, right? I don't know. Maybe. I just looked over at our stupid cats and they're like fighting one another in this cat tower we have. So they obviously have more important things going on than listening for... Uh, this worldwide hum the, the girl cat would be like i can hear when you drop snack into my bowl yeah <laughs> okay i hear the snacks uh, none of these sounds come anywhere close to what we're talking about here uh those are like i mean i like i legit was like hey does the earth make noise in space it, i don't know um it was a cool video it's a short video y'all should listen to it so the sounds we're talking about here are super audible. Um, these these uh, sky trumpets, the the earth hum, it sounds like these massive deep waves or like massive metal plates like scraping together. Uh, some are super close, some sound super far away. Then again, some videos are just people playing noises on their computers and being like, whoa, do you hear that? What is that? And they're like playing like the War of the Worlds tripod <laughs> robot noise and holding their phone out the window. 
you know? Yeah. Or uh, if you're our neighbors, uh, you're posting on Facebook going, wow, did anyone hear those gunshots? And everybody else is like, you asshole, those are fireworks. So uh, obviously, I think eyewitness, <laughs> eyewitness uh, <laughs> is not always the most credible. Uh yeah. Um, are these computer noises? Are these like from movies? Are they bad pipes in your house? Are they airplanes? Uh, lots of these noises are very explainable and have been debunked if anyone was claiming that they might be something else. But still, many people believe these noises to be signs of the end of days on Earth. Uh, maybe the apocalypse, maybe aliens, maybe their secret atmosphere weapons that they whoever they is that they are practicing with oh i don't like that yeah so why don't we take a look and try and figure out what the hell these noises are and of course number one is kiss your nuts go oh that should be butts <laughs> that should be butts this is kiss I your was... <laughs> i was <laughs> wondering why you put nuts with two Two t's T's. and i was like you know it's fine i'm just gonna roll with it looking at the keyboard the b and the n uh kiss your nuts and butts goodbye it's the end of the world as we know it it's the end of the The world world as we know hear the trumpet uh there's a pretty (laughs) there's a pretty ominous chapter uh chapter eight in the book of revelations which is the last book of the new testament of the bible um and it begins with an angel hurling fire towards the earth. Uh, there's thunder. There's a rumbling. There's uh, lightning flashes. Uh, earthquakes ensue. And then there are seven trumpets that blare through the earth. Then the party starts. This is like um, <clears throat> there's... I can't remember the name of it, but isn't there like a recent doomsday movie where there's like a shitload of locusts? It's basically like is each 2012. Oh, I don't know. Is like each bad thing that starts to happen is like from one part of this. Would not surprise me in the slightest. Yeah. I don't the know. book of revelation is a horrifying book. If you read it, that's a good, uh, private education. We, we got in us growing it's a good up. Old it private education. <laughs> Uh, each trumpet that blares gives you like a new result. So there's seven trumpets. I'm not going to go through all of them, but uh, you've got hail, you got fire and blood uh, mixed together. Then a third of the earth burns up. Uh, a third of the trees, all the green grass burns. Uh, you've got a mountain on fire, which is launched into the sea. Um, a third of the sea turns to blood. Uh, a third of all living creatures in the sea die. Loads of ships are destroyed. I have a I have a question. Go ahead. Ask. Why is it just one third? One third. One third is it's it's a number that appears constantly throughout this chapter. For no reason, just one third. Okay. One third okay. is destroyed. Yeah. All right. Um, there's this, uh, this other part. This is the part that got me on some really random research tangents. Um, a great star named Wormwood falls from the sky onto the rivers and springs. Uh, loads of people die from the water, uh, that the star fell into. Um, I actually found a video 
from the 700 Club. Wait, didn't that guy die? Which guy? The guy from 700 Club. Which guy? There's a lot of guys. The fucking the the old one that you would see like uh, every... Billy Graham? No. No, hold on. Hold on. Okay, so I looked and I think there was like a person from the 700 Club that died in 2019, but what I was thinking of was Pat Robertson, who's like the older man that you used to see in the mornings or evenings whenever his show came on. Uh that just stepped down uh recently because he's like 91 or something so you know man time to retire well i was just gonna say like growing up you knew you messed up and like you were on the couch at like 4 30 a.m oh yeah and you turned on and, you know like you woke up and the tv still on us playing the 700 club yeah also ironically enough as i was looking up who it was that i was talking about uh talked a lot about asteroids hitting earth uh and he talked about something where uh donald trump he predicted would win in 2020 and then that would signal the end of the world because we'd be hit by an asteroid and then he said like oh it wouldn't be like nuclear war that would do us and it's an asteroid that's going to hit earth and then the article promptly said that he made a lot of false claims of um sorry false predictions of when the earth would end when was this published that's that's why i don't know I don't. I I could pull it back up. If no, you want me to. no, it's okay because my notes basically have like the exact same notes. Oh well, well uh, sorry. Yeah, my notes say like the exact same thing. It said that uh, NASA is trying to cover up an uh, an incoming murder asteroid. Uh, it's called Apophis, which is uh, like the Egyptian god of chaos. Sorry. So this is the Seven Hundred Club claiming. That NASA is trying to cover up an incoming asteroid that's going to kill us all. Right. Yeah. Okay. Was it the same thing that I was saying? Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm. That's. I'm just regurgitating just oh. to make sure I'm following. Yeah. So there's an asteroid. Uh, it's 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 called nine 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 four two Apophis. Um, it is a an asteroid that is in our solar system that is. Uh, going to make close contact with earth in like 2029 or something like that um and it it is legit it will make close contact i think there's like a two percent chance of it hitting earth they're not really nervous about it they're just saying it's close um it mentioned that the space force that Trump founded was in response to evil NASA scientists, yada, yada, yada. Um, it's it's wild. There, there's this guy. He's a, a theological scientist who says that he's had dreams about this, that he died once, and that he has these visions now um, that this is going to happen and it's going to hit Earth, and that's that's the... Um, literal apocalypse that that's part of the apocalypse um i can't think of space force without st- thinking of uh steve, steve carell sorry <laughs> i i kind of forget that that was based on a legitimate um i don't know part of the military well it is it is now it is like stopped being part of the air force and now it is like its own wing um but yeah so um after but like the thing is, like in Revelations, um, this 
star that falls like poisons the water. Well, anyways, um, everything goes dark. Uh, the sun, the moon, the stars all go dark. Uh, there's more trumpets. Stuff gets way worse, and then it's good game. It's all over. I'm not. I'm not putting all my eggs in this basket for being the correct answer, um, but it is. Yeah, like you were saying, like people have been trying to predict the end of the world for literal millennia, literal millennia. You think like right after the world was created and humans learned how to talk to each other, they're like, so when do you think this is over? <laughs> When's the ride end? I want to get off. Well, I mean, even going back like 2000 some years, people were like, yo, we're we're done soon. This is this is over. We're done. Anyways, that's that's one world of thought. Uh, it's very dogmatic, very heavy. Um, another possible answer um, going around is that we or or they, the mysterious they, uh, have developed methods um, with which we can control the weather. And um, I know you and I just talked about this in the car about China having the ability to like clear their skies or like uh, uh, seed clouds to create rain even. I just want to um, know why we can't uh, bomb hurricanes. We got to get our, <laughs> we got to nuke the hurricanes. But actually, we were talking about this because we were. Um, as climate change continues to uh, change, I don't know, climate. The, everything. <laughs> on, our, on our earth. And we're starting to see like new, uh, what was it, New Orleans... Uh, maybe proper or like right outside of the town last week just got hit with like an F3 tornado that was huge but fortunately because of science and technology they've been predicting for almost a, a week or so that there is going to be this uh, big weather severe weather outbreak and so we were like well would it ever get to a point where we could not only predict tornadoes but like, like prevent stop them, them. Yeah, yeah prevent them yeah, so I don't know. Fun fact, uh, I have a severe uh, weather anxiety as this weather radio that I just bought sits on our podcast table. Oh, yeah, we totally <laughs> just picked up uh, this episode brought to you by the Midland <laughs> Alert Weather Alert Radio. Early warning is your yeah. best protection. Yeah. Uh, we don't have batteries in it yet, and I'm going to try and keep it that way. Yeah. Um, but, um, it's got great alarms, which I'm sure you and I will love. Yeah. Uh, but also, what's interesting from that conversation about, like, controlling the weather, and this is a whole different topic whole that we thing. should talk about, but um, what what does that do to the rest of the atmosphere when we decide that, oh, we don't want a tornado to drop here, so we're just going to... It goes somewhere else that we don't care yeah, about. Yeah, right into the ocean. Right Sorry. into the Sorry, ocean. Sorry, Nemo. Stupid fish. Well, you know what? This very talk led to me getting into this because of the conspiracies surrounding HARP. H-A-A-R-P. Um, and these are absolutely nuts. So uh, HARP stands for high frequency. That's the H. Active Auroral Research Program harp uh it was founded in 1993 and and this is like legit just copied and pasted from a description of what harp is 
This is a research program funded by the U.S. Air Force, the Navy, uh, University of Alaska Fairbanks, and DARPA, which is the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. The original purpose of HARP was to analyze the ionosphere and investigate potential for developing ionospheric enhancement technology for radio communications and surveillance. Pretty much observe how this outer layer of Earth's atmosphere interacts with space uh, and space weather and how it affects communications here on Earth. Uh, so HARP is the world's most capable high-power high-frequency transmitter for study of the ionosphere. The, um, the HARP program is committed to developing a world-class ionospheric research facility, which consists of the Ionospheric Research Instrument, the IRI, uh, a high-power transmitter facility operating in the high-frequency range uh, and it can be used to temporarily excite a limited area of the ionospheric, uh, I mean, ionosphere for study. Uh, it is a very sophisticated suite of scientific or diagnostic instruments that can be used to observe the physical processes that occur in the excited region. I don't understand what the hell any of this means. Yep. And this is exactly why I wanted the notes for today. Because yep. I knew if I were just watching you talk, I would have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Right. Um, if you looked up like HARP, I-R-I-H-A-A-R-P-I-R-I, you would get this picture of what looks like maybe like a power grid. It is this like field of what looks like like radio towers almost and this is in alaska this is in um what part of alaska fairbanks fairbanks oh yeah alaska and um they can observe and and even test how this um outer layer of the atmosphere will react when hit by things like um solar ejections and stuff like that uh, so um, observation of the processes resulting from the use of the iri in a controlled manner will allow scientists to better understand processes that occur continuously under the natural stimulation of the sun long story short it's it helps us understand how to get around some things when the sun does stuff. Yeah, okay. I, under stuff. I understand some of these words. <laughs> so, like, there's loads of conspiracy theorists who believe that this program has the ability to not only prevent weather, uh, but to cause weather and to cause things like earthquakes, hurricanes, floods, to knock out missiles, to take down planes to disrupt worldwide communication, uh, and to even influence the minds and moods of human beings. Uh, it's even been blamed for things like major power outages uh, around the world, downing the flight TWA-800 back in July of 1996, uh, and to even cause things like chronic fatigue syndrome in people. 
maybe that's uh that last one is just because i don't know people work uh 40 hours a week uh, and they have no fucking time for themselves i don't know maybe <laughs> wow way to bring that into the situation we're talking about the ionosphere here yeah i just cannot wrap my head around um this uh, i'm sure i will after we're done recording but uh it, it's it's basically we're observing how the very very like one of the most outward parts of our atmosphere interacts with space it's kind of like where space and earth's atmosphere meet and there's i see what you're magnetism, saying magnetism there's space debris there's pew, pew. there's space i mean <laughs> space there's space <laughs> the sun is constantly hitting us with material and this is how our atmosphere reacts to it. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm I'm following now. You you know um that part from Good Burger where he's like reading through and he's like mm hmm mm hmm <laughs> I know some of these words. <laughs> these are words. That's that was me. But that explanation helps. Got it. It's ex- an, it's an extremely novice explanation. It's probably <laughs> it's probably not good enough. Uh, but I can I can understand as someone who did like a quick Wikipedia search <laughs> as an expert of somebody who just <laughs> read a Wikipedia page for 10 minutes. Um, I can I can understand the conspiracist, you know, mindset here. It, it, it's a massive system that directly works with our ionosphere. Uh, humans essentially weaponize everything we can uh so what's to say that we haven't already weaponized the weather? That is so interesting because I wonder if, you know, we talk about how like world war ugh, world wars are evolving, right? So like people are saying right now with what's happening with Russia and Ukraine, like it is technically World War Three, and it started maybe in 2014 if we were to think about it, but the way that other countries are waging war isn't necessarily by getting their own troops involved directly. It's through financial warfare and cyber warfare. So who's to say that like war couldn't evolve to some country being like, oh, actually, I'm going to cause an earthquake in fucking Washington, D.C. And oops, there go all of your lawmakers, your entire political system, just whoop. Right, right there. I don't, I, you know, no. obviously I live in the Midwest and I've never experienced an earthquake, so I don't really know how they work, but I just imagine, uh, like that earthquake movie, um, the cracks get big enough that everyone can, everyone go, just Whoop. falls in, everyone yep. falls in. Yep. No, I forget if it was on the pod or in real life, um, talking about that weird quarry explosion. Oh yeah. That we felt, yeah. um, I don't know. I think it's I think it would be a great boon to society and it would save countless people from the devastation of hurricanes and like tornadoes and monsoons. Uh, But I think we're giving people too much credit. Theorists seem to go way off the deep end and say, like, you know, mad scientists up in Alaska. Um there's some responses to, you know, harp is causing all these uh, strange sounds in the atmosphere. Like, this is proof of it. Uh, Stanford University professor 
Ehrman Enon responded to some of the theories by commenting, there's absolutely nothing we can do to disturb the Earth's weather systems. Even though the power of HARP radiates uh, is, is very large, it's minuscule compared to the power of a lightning flash. And there are 50 to 100 lightning flashes every second on Earth. HARP's intensity is very small. That sounds like something someone would say <laughs> if they You're... could disturb the Earth's weather <laughs> systems. And the intensity is not very small. I apologize for interrupting. Continue. That sounds like something you'd say if you were hiding something. Yeah, it, it sounds <laughs> like uh, Umran Enan, is that his name, uh, actually works for Big Weather. You know, if I'm going to be honest. Big Weather. <laughs> Trademark. Was that on Parlor today? <laughs> Was that Is on Parlor? still around? I don't know. No, no, no. We're What's all on Telegram one? now. What's the new one? Yeah, Telegram. The, Telegram. the truth will God, be revealed. Jesus. No more bullshit. You know, at the at the bottom of it, Harp does feel very much like one of those like Doctor Evil, you know, types of projects. Uh, people felt threatened by Harp because they weren't opening their doors to the public, or 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 sharing their info the way other. Fe- uh, funded facilities uh, were Um, actually fun fact um, as of I think 2015 they are solely run by the um, University of Alaska Fairbanks no longer run by the uh, Navy or the Air Force interesting funding issues It kind of sounds like we should do an episode on harp uh, separately I don't know harp harp feels very like very like overdone actually Oh, okay. Well, it's so overdone be, that I've literally cool. never heard of it until right now. Really? Well, well, maybe I'm just stupid. No. I don't know. They don't talk about Harp and 90 Day Fiance oh or Below Deck. God. So, No, they don't. They, they truly don't. But as of 2016, the University of Alaska Fairbanks, who is pretty much like the sole proprietor of, of this now, uh, they host an annual open house in August to show that they are, in fact, not blasting the atmosphere with death beams to control the weather. Yeah, you know what? It sounds like they just put the fucking death beams in, like, oh the janitor closets <laughs> and then lock it during the open house. That's convenient. How about instead of an open house, how about, like, an open door policy? Drop in, no notice, whenever you want. That's not how anything works. Okay, well, you know, that's how my mom thinks that this house works, so. <laughs> I'm a taxpayer. I want to know stuff. Um, yeah, so Harp is saying that, nope, we are not controlling the weather. We don't. We can't make hurricanes. We can't stop hurricanes. Um, <laughs> Do you think at some point Trump called uh, University of Alaska Fairbanks and was can like, guys, so? Can you guys actually? So do you remember when I drew that map and I had it going to like Alabama? Could you actually make it go a little further into the Gulf of Mexico? <laughs> Please. You get no. the hand gestures down really well. But the voice is crap, though. Well, the voice you know, is crap. It's, it's just been so long since we've heard him, I think, really talk that it's, you know, it slips. No, it's all about a, come on, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> come on. Come on. Um, and anyway, I, I don't I don't have any answers about these these uh, sky trumpets. I don't I don't have any answers. And I don't think anyone actually has anything specific but there are a boatload of hypotheses and i'm gonna ramble a few off 
and wrap this up. What do you say? Yeah. What and do then you I'm going to go down a rabbit hole until I uh, fall asleep. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I'm going to play video games, though. Um, first explanation. And this was the one that I put some of my eggs into. Uh, CMEs, coronal mass ejections. Uh, that is when the sun um, shoots off part of its of its um, like outer layer towards us. Does it get a raging clue? <laughs> no, this is this is when we see like the northern lights, for example. Okay, yeah, no, that actually makes sense. Uh, CMEs generate shock waves similar to what happens when an aircraft flies at the speed of. At a, I'm sorry, at a uh, at a speed higher than the speed of sound okay uh in the earth's atmosphere so like you know a sonic boom oh wait wait okay we should do an episode on sonic booms okay maybe but i definitely heard a sonic boom and people thought i was fucking crazy when was this this was at some point during covid and i remember that but it was like we were all going crazy then oh you know what i think it was when shit really started to heat up for like are we gonna go into world war three over nukes with what was it iran oh my god that was like january memories yeah i think i think it was around then because um i was like holy shit is this the start of it and they're like trying to intercept something and of course it was at like one o'clock in the morning i think it's before we had the producer around so if that gives like a timeline if this helps you at all i think you showed me like our our nest doorbell clip of this yeah. I think that rings yeah. a bell. Yeah. This episode brought to you by Nest Cameras. Google doesn't really have support for all the products anymore. Google buys things and then kills them as soon as they're like, mm, we don't nah, want to play with you we're anymore. We're bored. Any- anyways, uh, the so these CMEs, the coronal mass ejection, the solar winds equivalent of a sonic boom can accelerate the protons up to millions of miles per minute, which is about 40% of the speed of light. Uh, that would make this sound effect when it hits our atmosphere. Uh, this might be meteors entering the atmosphere causing sonic booms. I made the dinosaurs meteor. 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 <laughs> It's Sorry. the funniest video on the internet. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, it might be gas. <laughs> Speaking of gas, fun fact. I learned today that you could tell your Alexa to play fart noises, and she will. <laughs> and it's it's vile. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Now, this is at a, at a level that I don't fully understand or makes sense to me, uh, but gas escaping from vents in the Earth's surface uh, may be creating these noises. So like with lakes, uh, biogas from decaying vegetation trapped beneath the lake bottoms can suddenly burst forth. Uh, and this is this is plausible since Cayuga Lake and Seneca Lake um, are two large and deep lakes where this has been heard. Uh, explosive release of these gases like limestone decay um, and caves can can make this sound. Uh, this might be military crafts creating sonic booms, um, although this origin cannot explain occurrences before 
supersonic flight started. Um, so it seems like this is kind of like a, a dead end. Maybe. Um, possibly shallow earthquakes generating these sound waves with um, the plates vibrating near the surface. The booming sound is heard only in a localized area around the epicenter of the earthquake. Possibly underwater caves collapsing uh, and the air rapidly rising to the surface could cause this loud noise. Um, possible resonance from solar and or earth magnetic activity could induce these sounds. Mayhaps volcanic eruptions in the distance may cause these sounds. Um, avalanches, uh, either natural or human-made for um, avalanche control could cause these sounds. Um, or atmospheric ducting, where distant thunder or other sounds are propagated across long distances due to travel through distinct atmospheric layers may be the cause of this. Interesting. I'm going to have to do some of this research on my own, I think. And I don't know, form my own opinion. The sound is terrifying. It truly is. I I'm I put lots of notes in the um note section there. Um there's one that's actually from Chicago in 2012. It's a guy. Actually, you can see um, what's that stadium called for the White Sox now? Comiskey? No, it's not it's Comiskey. It's Comiskey. It's Comiskey and it will US always be cellular. Comiskey. Ooh, You're no. such a shithead. Guaranteed shit rate park. With the big down arrow. The big down <laughs> arrow. Uh, he, he's, he's filming the city and he's like, yo, what the hell is that? Pretty much everyone has that reaction. Um, and a lot of the videos do sound like the War of the Worlds tripod noise, which is, again, horrifying. Um, so, yeah, in the links to the episode, if you have not played any of the sounds that we recommended you play, check them out. They are wild. They are very wild. They are not all the same either. Some of them are a little more metallic-y. Some sound more kind of like, yeah, like a horn. Interesting. I'm going to have to – I don't think I've heard that Chicago 2012 one before, so I'll have to give that a look. It's like every other video, but he's got a nice Chicago accent. Yeah, that always makes it better. <laughs> that's how you know it's real. That's how you know it's the real deal. But yeah, that's it. Uh, long story short, I don't know the reason. Uh, not, I don't think. I hope no one. Oh no, you know, I, I like. I hope someone does, but nothing was readily available to me. You know, it sounds like uh, University of Alaska Fairbanks knows what the sound is. See you in August, <laughs> University of Alaska Fairbanks. Uh, I can't wait. I would love to go to Alaska. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's actually Maybe. been on my list for a while. The cruises look beautiful. I want to go when it's only daytime or it's only nighttime. Yeah, no, I've seen 30 days of night, and I don't think I need to go during that time. Well, that's 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 just some vampires right there for you. Yeah, no, I'm good. Thank you. The sequel sucked. I feel like, did we watch the sequel together? Well, like the main character dies. Oh, spoiler. The oh. main character, the, the <laughs> film was so old. The main character dies from being a freaking vampire at the end of the first one. And oh. I think that number two picks up right after that happens. Yeah. I don't, 
you know what? Yeah, it's, it's not great. It's not great. The those... sequels are almost never as good as the first one. Plus, early two thousands like like horror movies from America just all kind of suck anyways. Um... They all suck equally in a way that I love. Yeah. But hey, ooh, I heard that. that anyways, <laughs> that that noise means the episode oh, here is, it is over. <laughs> It means the episode is over. Uh, all right. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. I'm going to go do a shitload of research, even though it's uh, nine o'clock at night and I should definitely go to bed soon. Um, as should you all go to bed at a decent time, drink some water and uh, have a good start to your Monday. Happy week. Happy week. Happy week. All right. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.